What's interesting? I'm gonna try 95% Aaron. There's a somebody through and the I, playbook. I may have accidentally invited you to a random Discord server, Aaron. I apologize. How the fuck? Because <laughs> I was adjusting the volume detail and then like moving okay. my mouse. Here's the actual right. tweet. Yeah, the this is this is clearly a blades style playbook. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean it's, it's kind of insight, moves, prowess, and resolve. What? It's it's broken up into insight, prowess, and resolve as well. Mm-hmm. Crash yeah, but it, it references card faces. Like there's kings and queens over here in the in the moves. Oh, look at that. I am immediately deeply intrigued by what this is. It's got stress and trauma. Uh-huh. Yeah, most of this is a recognizable, like, like deeply stylized and really cool looking, but recognizably yeah. a Force in the Dark character sheet. But there's, like, little Oh, detail. okay, I'm, I'm looking at the responses. Is this a game you're working on? Where can I learn more? It is. It's only here right now, but I'll be releasing a quick, free quick start as soon as it's ready, so watch this space. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and so, follow this person. Yeah, follow that person, I guess. When you claim a partial success, place the card here in the trash. When you claim a full success or critical, place a face card here in the cache. God, I love things that just add decks of playing cards to games. I'm such a sucker for that. Discard a king from your cache while making a doctor action to immediately clear a patient clock. Does every person use a deck of cards in addition to their character sheet? Oh? That's what it seems like, unless they're all pulling from the same deck of cards, which would be interesting. That's do you roll, perfect so for that. Do you roll cards and draw cards? Do you roll dice and draw cards? or Sugar candy is illegal. Okay. All right, let's do this thing. <laughs> Hi there, guys, gals, non-binary pals. It's Mike Jerickson. Shit, I was going to do a Chipwitch joke. I was going to say Chipwitch. I failed. What the hell <laughs> are you talking about? Mike, did you take the insulin from your dog? Was it adrenaline? Did you take your dog adrenaline? <laughs> I have a Chipwitch. I was just very excited about my Chipwitch. What, what is a Chipwitch? It's a sandwich with chips in it. Yeah. Potato chips? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's an ice cream sandwich with chocolate chips. Yeah, that's not what I was expecting at all, but that makes no. more sense, I guess. Are you there. going to require the insulin? But from those aren't those cookies aren't chocolate chip, are they? Oh, yes, they, they are. are. Okay, there. You just had the side facing the camera that they had had no chips on it. <laughs> now I want some ice cream. God damn you. <laughs> I actually went to the store today and I just didn't get any ice cream. I'm that going bike to... ride reward popsicles. I'm going to put some ice cubes in a glass and put whiskey in the glass instead. Oh, no. Go get a jar. If you drink whiskey, you got to drink out of a jar. We may have an empty jar downstairs. So Crash Cart is the name of the game. Looks like it's about future EMTs? Yeah, riding a third shift ambulance in 2070s California. So. What? That sounds amazing. That seems real cool. Also, at some point, we should try out Aegon since we have yeah. him and I'm back. Yeah, again. 100%. I did not back it, but I'd be super into that. Just anything to keep Beam Saber off the table for as long as we can for Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm totally willing to wait for Beam Saber to keep getting refined. 
<laughs> uh, and or until they get my custom art in there. Oh, there you go. Your custom art? Yeah, I backed at the level where I get to have a character art, so I'm going to be a character in Beam Saber. Very cool. Nice. That character will be illegal to play in any of my games. Uh, <laughs> Call you now. You can't ban me from your games. <laughs> I can't ban you, but I can ban paper you? version of you. <laughs> you can't ban. You can't ban Paul Primus Weston from your Beam Saber game. Oh my God, you're Dark Primus. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's the kind Mike, of game that I like to hear. Mike, your shtick. Your shtick I know, is getting I know. stolen. My, my roots are beginning to show, too. I, it's not even been like a... Time has no meaning. Time has no meaning. Except school's about to open and all our kids are going to die. So. No, no. My, I have opted out of school entirely. Like all constructs, time is only shackles. No, the, uh, the county was like, so when are you sending your children to school? And the three of us were like, no. <laughs> How is the... Uh, as I know, like, in... Pennsylvania, you just have to be like, yeah, we're homeschooling. Like, I don't know if there's, like, hoops you have to jump through or not. Oh. I don't know how I feel about this whiskey, actually. We give us an opportunity to do 100% virtual. Yeah. So we're taking virtual classes, and then we sign them up for, um... There's this website for, like, like a homeschooling network. You could just yeah register and then, like, sign up for classes that things that people want to teach. We showed the kids the course list, and they're like, I want to do this. And I shit you not, one of my kids basically signed up for Dungeons & Dragons. Nice. It's not like, not like 5e. It's like some sort of creative writing class huh. as portrayed through a role-playing game. And then, feel, like, you yeah. sign up for, like, campaigns. So there's, like, a beginner campaign, and you can sign up for, like, the Ice Dungeon or, like, the Labyrinth of Circe, and it's so, all, like, creative writing and problem-solving. So they, like, give you, they, like, give you story prompts, basically. And maybe maybe they give you, like, you know, the story has to include these elements or something. But other than that, go nuts? I don't know. Sounds cool. It sounded awesome. I mean, it's, you know, five kids and the teacher or whatever for, like, well, an hour. It, Sure. Role-playing games as a course also seems like a good way to teach maths. But Yes, it's a really good way to teach math to people who are otherwise... I got this whiskey because like, I saw it was made with winter wheat, um, which I know... Mm. No. What? No, no, no. It's either corn or barley or... Well, I mean, they use other stuff, but... Winter... Okay. So... I'm I'm sure the winter wheat is just like part of it, but it's got this really different toasted note to it. Is it toast? Is it what? Toast. Is the toasted note actual toast? Is it from a uh, Tamworth Distillery? What kind? Of, Ac- what, what, what is it, it is actually. It actually is Tamworth. Yes. <laughs> Have you had that before? I just realized that winter wheat whiskey is an alliteration, alliterative term. Hmm. Are you specifically drinking William Whipple's winter wheat whiskey? Yes. I don't even know if this is like a joke or not. Was William Whipple a racist, perhaps? Should we be I mean, about he, he was at least a racist. Given when he was alive, <laughs> odds are good. <laughs> God. God damn it. Rascally Wabbit. You know, you know what also starts with W? White. 
True. <laughs> but not supremacist, luckily. He only had one grandparent. So... <laughs> and it's strange, but... It is is fucking, this an Odin situation? Fucking nailed it. He, I was about to say, is he a starfish? What happened? I don't know. Got, I, I just googled him, and he's got his whole outline here. You have um, one parent and one grandchild. William grand- Whipple is the representative from New Hampshire who signed the Declaration of Independence. I see. Yes. Oh, only 230 bottles were made available at our distillery. I didn't know that. That's why it was a big deal. I had a friend sign up for it. Oh, okay. Well, I, it was just uh, I. I do live in New Hampshire, so I have um, a friend that signs up. That makes me sign up for whiskey giveaways in different states. There was state. a, maybe maybe the dozen bottles I saw at the state uh, liquor shop are the only dozen that they got. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. Definitely ask your friend if you can. He you can try it. I don't know if I like it yet. It's different. I I've had like a. a a, a rye whiskey before that was made with like toasted rye and I didn't really care for that. I love but, rye so much. Oh no, I love rye too. I just I didn't care for this particular Well, it was better mixed, but a lot of times nowadays I'm drinking it just straight or on ice cuz I'm lazy. He died falling off a horse. You know what happens? Horses are tall. He fainted on his horse while traveling between, because he was a member of the Superior Court of New Hampshire. He was traveling between, he was traveling his court circuit, fainted on his horse, and died. Horses are t- frankly terrifying. I mean, it's he, really so wild to me he, as a species. Like, to me, as someone who grew up, like where they keep all the fucking horses, like horses are are like emblematic to me how wild we are with like everything around us as a species we're like oh I yeah mean, a giant fucking animal we're gonna ride that i think dogs what happened oh this fierce pack predator just hung around the campfire too long and now it's mm-hmm. domesticated that's true yep all right i'm gonna crack open this uh ridiculous bottle of, of uh cheap ass vodka my parents got me for my birthday i'll be right back with Will a glass you- Slave owner, but he released his slave, apparently. Who was named well, Prince? Prince Whipple? Prince. He was calling for the emancipation of of the slaves as early as the Revolutionary War. <clears throat> so Okay, cool. Um so you said he only had one grandparent? Yes. That means he was he born was, of just one. He was he was not he was born of woman, but not of man, it would appear. Maybe it's one of those like legitimate birth things where not a woman born. Like they the person declaimed them or something. Declaimed. Okay, no, seriously, you're interrupting me from getting a small amount of really cheap vodka that I've kept kept in the freezer. Right back. I'm always it's, I, by the idea of He says vodka. I'm interrupting him as though it's he doesn't have wireless headphones. Or as though he's not an adult who can go get booze on his own fucking time. Yeah, Mike, you have wireless headphones. We've heard you pee. (laughs) (laughs) Still remember editing the audio for that. I was just like, what? Oh. Oh. He's just just peeing. (laughs) I think I've been pretty good at muting myself when I go pee. Yeah. I literally always have a minor panic attack if I have to take a bio break during one of these things. I'm like, oh god, mm-hmm. there's like, there's even, even isn't even audio coming through these like to you folks. 
it should be fine regardless. I'm like yards away. Nope. I my, time. my I don't know about anybody else's headset, but mine has a really nice like clicky button where if I mute it, it's sticking out and you can feel it in an instant when you reach back. So mine does this thing where it's got a cord on it that doesn't reach all the way to the bathroom. <laughs> so I fucking so, take them off. Sometimes I forget I'm muted. That is the most. And I'm talking, most, yeah. but like if I want to check if I'm muted, it's easy. Yeah. But it's oh man, I I I've been playing. I play Apex Legends with some friends, and like it's eerie how sometimes you are just in there and you're chatting and you feel like you're talking to them because uh -huh. they're responding to you, and then you find out you've been muted for like three matches. Uh huh. And then it's like, oh, that's why you weren't paying attention when I said they were over there. Yeah. I just, I thought you heard me. Gotta Microsoft's new flight simulator comes on 10 discs. Floppies, or what are we talking here? How much sky is there? I thought you said ska for a second, like the music. How much ska? This is like, this is, it's a flight simulator, it's just full of ska. Damn you, Tony Hawk. How much sky is there? Wall to wall. No, I understand. I thought it was skate or die, but now it's Scott tear so, die. Apparently, mm -hmm. apparently they're planning on having it download for most people, but there's a physical copy. Copies being made for Europe. How big is that file? I mean, it's probably going to be like... Is this Microsoft Flight Center? 4K so, uh, textures and stuff. Because, I mean, the world and aircraft delivered by Microsoft is about 90 gigs. That's the mandatory part of the sim. And then there's optional online streamed content. 90 gigs? Son of an ass. That's like twice as big as Red Dead Redemption 2, and that came on two discs. So the box retail version gives you a nice box printed manual on about 90 gigabytes you don't have to download. That's true. I mean, holy fuck! That's going to screw up so many people's data caps. Apparently, it's going to be close to the price you pay Microsoft anyway. <sighs> Although apparently there are also different tiers of the game being made, which determine which airports you can land at, or maybe not land at, but like interact with. Which ones you're allowed to crash into? You said it was cheap vodka. It was. It. I just. I had to confirm for myself. Oh, so it's so it's Ooh. cheap vodka. Yeah, I'm always kind of weirded out by the idea that there's like qualities of vodka because it's just rotten potato juice. Some of them are made out of potatoes. Like Mike, you need to get like some lemonade or something to put in a glass to drink that vodka with. How, how... <laughs> the ones that have potato in them screw screw with Christine, so we get other ones made with like wheat and stuff. Do what the yeah, Russians yeah. do and like. Eat an sniff an onion afterwards. Well, Maybe that'll all, make it better. Fuck is that glass for your cheap vodka, Mike? There's there's number one problem. It's clearly rebelling against you. Pinky out. It is from my fourth favorite Belgian beer distillery. <laughs> well, brewery. you know that uh, the Belgians don't do the vodka, right? Well, the vodka's not from Belgium. Thank God. Oh God, it's truly repulsive, Zach. Like, are seat. we talking like are we talking like rubbing alcohol repulsive or like paint thinner repulsive? It's got the same bouquet and like uh salt on your mouth Mike, as rubbing Mike, alcohol. Mike, this is important. Are you sure hmm. your parents didn't buy you hand sanitizer? 
that was a joke that I made to my partner. It's like, look, my mom got me in a giant bottle of hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. I have trouble teeth. Apparently it's working regardless. <laughs> no, that's that's just my usual savoir. Hey, Christine, remember that time my dad gave us that bottle of French rum? Savoir fur. Hey, shit, that wasn't even the right phrase to use. Yeah, so my dad delivers this um, alcohol distributor, and for a while, whenever we would do like a game night and stuff, he would give us free booze. And we, I mean, we haven't been able to do a game night in a while because, you know, life during pandemic, etc. But um, what? sometimes he'll give us random stuff that like they just kind of don't want. And he's like, here, take this, and gave me a bottle of French rum that they had already opened, and then a bottle of actual good rum. The French rum was god-awful. Was that the one that tasted like burnt peanut? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, are we ready to do the thing? Sure. A full half hour later. Right on schedule. All right. Good evening, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. This is That D&D Podcast, and we are back for another episode of our Blades in the Dark, Blades in the Friends, City of Red Waters, City of Dead government officials campaign. Uh, before we get into what happened last time, and oh my god, whose fault is it? Uh, let's go around and introduce ourselves. My name is Erin. I use she, her pronouns, and I'll be playing the part of the DM. Hi, I'm Christine. She, her pronouns. I'll be playing March the Leech. Hi, I'm Mike. Uh, he, him pronouns. I'll either be playing uh, a crow or no one. Hi, I'm Zach. I think I'm back to playing Fang, who's not nearly as beat up as I remember being. So uh, we both use he/him pronouns. Hey, I'm David. I will be playing Smoke tonight. Uh, He/him pronouns for both me and Smoke. All right. So it's been a couple weeks. Uh, do y'all remember? We didn't put a house on fire. <laughs> believe all the things that were just said are true. <laughs> <laughs> we summoned a ghost, we fought that ghost, then we fought a vampire that we didn't summon. Uh, important distinction. Important distinction. We didn't bring the vampire with us. The vampire... Uh, both encounters went marginally well. No more people died. But we pissed off the House Vampire Union or whatever one came from. I like that it's a union now. I mean, you're probably not far off, but I just like that that was where the assumption was. You gotta organize your undead labor. Get that healthcare. Indeed. You need it when you're undead. Stuff mm-hmm. just kind of starts falling off. Um... So let's see. We have, um, yeah, the ghost was put in a jar. The vampire is dead. Um, March collected some vampire blood for Jewel. Elisiel got in some trouble. Um, and y'all did some investigation to find out that the place you needed uh, to go for, I think it was to kill the influential banker? 
trying to figure out where the clock is for that. Or maybe I'll feel that you completed the clock. Maybe. I keep telling Roll20 to remember my pat or to remember I'm logged in and it doesn't. Who this boy? Um, yeah, so there was a building near the first Duskfall bank uh, that you discovered was uh, under armed guard. It was also warded in some sort of way that there's like a strange bubble around it. Um, through some sort of observation, I can't remember exactly who did it, but based on the last couple rolls, it's like Fang was the one putting in the uh, end point legwork on that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw somebody use some kind of badge that got them in past the force field. Yeah. But it looks like a direct assault, you know, as is our want, is probably going to be blunted somewhat by... I don't I don't remember the force field part, but it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, and I think it was right by where... Uh, I remember that night, I think you were tired, and maybe you, you like, peaced out, or went to, I don't know, get a drink or something towards the end. It's possible. Oh, possible. I don't drink off mic. <laughs> <laughs> I move away from the mic to breathe. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, a asterisk on game nights. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> I'm not always recording when I drink. Um, I do. I literally yeah. stream every, every sip of booze I've ever taken. I don't have a problem, folks. It's okay. I can only fit so many role-playing sessions in per week. I'm exactly. fine. This can is stop. how I control my problem. Is... I can stop streaming anytime I want. <laughs> Through the observations, you found out that there is a like blue rectangle thing that somebody had around their neck um, that like I think Fang had tailed to this building, um, and that seems to allow passage through the weird bubble. Um, so if you're going to attack this person out in front of, or sorry, in the the place where uh, she works, it's going to you're going to need one of those those weird rectangles, or find a way to bring the whole goddamn uh, shield field down. Either or. Modest proposal, I could um, command a ghost to get it for us. From inside the bubble? From anywhere. There is one thing that we've learned, and that is that uh, ghosts love vague instructions. Other members of your... Bring me a rectangle thing. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Find me a rectangle. Literally any lid. And then you're free to clock out and do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, or we could try to find a way to hit this person in transit because that went so well last time. Um, or we could follow them home because that's also gone super well for us. That's true. Basically, we should just cancel the revolution because all of our plans are terrible. <laughs> is it our plans or is it our incredible ability to not execute them properly? I think the problem lies mostly in the execution, but that's because this game does not let you make plans. Yeah. yeah. If it allowed us to plan, our plans would also be bad. <laughs> I was about to say, are you, are you trying to imply that that's what's holding you back? It's like the ability to not micromanage <laughs> a plan that's going to go terribly immediately? But I got you now.
Yeah, y'all did that. You'll finish downtime right at the end of last session. That's what the investigation bits were as well. So now comes the time to plan a job. Um, you can do this or you can look for another job if you want. Um, I can roll some dice and see what comes up on the random job table. Playable. <laughs> I'm feeling lucky. I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> you know, the last random job went so well. Um, we didn't even we didn't even have to like do a engagement roll or mark no. uh, nope. how how much stuff we were carrying. It was great. <laughs> we just went straight to the almost being eaten and then almost burning down a house thing. Um, I thought it was a good idea at the time. Fang learned about de-escalation. Hooray! <laughs> Fang, Fang, Fang learned about de-escalation because if it wasn't de-escalated, Fang would have been set on fire. Well, you know, and I, like most of my jokes, I don't mean to set it up this way, but where there's smoke, there's fire. Oh, God. What, what's that, Aaron? You're breaking up. Oh, geez. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to mark things as favorite for the voice effects, and it was uh, definitely applying all of them randomly. I apologize. I thought, I thought you were trying to make some sort of reaction to mm, my, That's what my I thought, pun. too. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That was just me being bad at clicking things. Old IT lady over here. <sighs> Did we successfully kill the editor-in-chief? A while back, I think. Let me double check. The spider best efforts we did. That was um, the one where we all stressed oh, out, remember? Right. Yeah, I know. Right. That was one where I got eaten by a ghost before the job actually started. Yeah, so like you didn't take out the editor in chief, but y'all did. That was like the one kill I didn't get. Okay. Um I don't know. Uh do we have enough to go after this person? Or are we Oh yeah, yeah, it didn't sound like it. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I guess we go and try to do something else, and then we'll burn some downtime actions trying to find a way in next time. So I think y'all have the information to, like, know where this person is and where you can hit them. Um, I think in order to get a thing you need to be able to, you know, like, blunt force strike your way through the front door, it may take a little bit of extra work. What if we go? What if we make the job? Let's all go get one of those rectangles. That could be the job. We have several questions to answer about where you would get the rectangles from. Well, we'd wait outside the rectangle dome and then just murder mm -hmm. someone. You think you can just get to the rectanglery without an appointment? Yes. We don't go in the rectangle. We wait outside, and as they all hit the bar after work, we find out where the rectangulary is because everybody needs three square meals. So we pose as the food delivery people. So mad right now. <laughs> God damn it, David. Um, I mean, the only good thing about that plan is the last time we hid ourselves as delivery people, there was a dead cop inside the first 25 minutes. <laughs> That's true. That was a bonus. That was a bonus. 
Now take apart the blue coats one one dead background cop at a time. <laughs> one blue coat at a time. The purple coats if you stab them enough. It's fair. Uh, Depends on how much blood happens. How much do they bleed? Uh, yeah, I mean, if we could, like, we just tail one of these poor saps home four times. So what you're saying is we all have to follow a person by ourselves. Or we do it three nights in a row or something. Or we hit them at a retirement party at the bar next door. Whatever we got to do. Or we can just go steal something for a vampire and almost die again. That's... I mean, there's also, also the an option. It doesn't have to be. What we can do is figure out, like, the base part of this um, job, like the, the planning and engagement part, and then uh, based on the plan y'all take, we can establish a clock, and then um, your mission can just be quick cuts of y'all, like, doing different things to try to make progress on this and like we could work to fill the clock before uh you know your cover is blown sort of thing competing clocks or something you do that if y'all want okay so let's let's uh if you go to page 127 on the pdf we have our planning and engagement thing uh, there are six different plans each with a missing detail you need to provide uh, to plan an operation, simply choose the plan and supply the detail. We will then cut to the action as the first moments unfold, and then we'll just go from there. Figure it out as, you know, just fling ourselves out of this uh, train and, and see if there's ground or water beneath us. So we have assault, deception, stealth, occult, social, or transport. I mean, deception seems like the better plan. Yeah, technically threatening is... is manipulating right it is yes i mean i guess the option like the the big discussion there is do you want to beat these people up and steal their stuff do you want to convince them to tell you where to get your own do you want to like steal the one they have that sort of thing i feel like stealing the one they have is probably the way to go it's the most direct option i think but we kind of need to use it before they try to again. Or we kill them. That's still deception. I guess that's assault. <laughs> uh... Well, are we talking about, like, game terms or legal terms? Yes! It's, 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 in the game, it's deception. In, in legal terms, it's murder. Well, murder? It's... What do you mean? Murder. Unless the, the words kill them mean a different thing to you. <laughs> it's just a quote from Clue. It's fine. I've never seen that movie still. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a good movie. Unless you're quoting the instruction. Flames from... coming out of the side of my head. <laughs> you got it. You should watch Clue. It's very good. One of these days. It's not like it's going anywhere. True. Mm, streaming rights do fluctuate. Actually, is it on Netflix? I should check. I don't know, actually. My algorithm's not showing it to me, but I'm not that surprised. Aaron, what streaming services do you have? So hang on a second. Let's roll back to this thing where we're getting the rectangles. Uh-huh. I mean, 
I don't. It's just we just follow someone and steal it, right? Like, what am I yes. missing? We literally just watch them as they leave. We follow them until they're in an uncomfortably dark place, and we do something to them that relieves them of the rectangle. Mission accomplished. Banner unfurls. Something about we're here to relieve you of your rectangle. Just. So do y'all think, if that's the way you want to uh, go about it, do you see that as an assault or a stealth? I mean, if we lift it off of them, it's stealth. If we, if we beat them up them first they... and then lift it off them. Uh... Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm seeing. Okay. I'm seeing the wreck skill. Where's the tangle skill? I think Tangle's actually Skirmish. That's skirmish. You know, I, I, Tangle would be a really good name for Skirmish, <laughs> and it's been some in, on, in some like version. Tangle oh, feels like a cross between Skirmish and Finesse, actually. Maybe? Well, Skirmish also has like the you're grappling with people and that sort of thing. So really, like if you had a if you had a cowboy themed one, you could have Finesse be Wrangle and then Skirmish be Tangle. Sway would be jangle. I was gonna say sway is bangle, right? Mm. Because sword is jangle. I mean, I mean, we. The, the, Aaron, what the is, thing is, the thing is, jangle Zach, jangle? Zach, Mike, and I have already done the cowboy <laughs> forged to the dark game, and not as many skills are renamed as you would think. It was so good, though. It yeah, let's just good. let's just go beat people up and take their stuff. All right, like yeah, let's I mean, like. We we could do we could walk him into a dark alley with a con on him. We can do yeah, whatever. Yeah, like like we're gonna blackjack him, but we're gonna do it quiet. Like you know, like we're not going to just ambush. We're not gonna run out and like attack them in the street. That's not an assault thing, you know. That is an assault. Well, no, like I mean, like you know, it's not gonna be like, oh my god, all these bank employees got attacked, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's the important thing. If if we go hot on these people. We need to use the rectangles very soon. Right. Well, man, we just take them and go immediately. Right. So we should we should stealthily take them. We should steal them from them without them knowing. Or They're like you know tomorrow and have the same problem. Just so we we do it before tomorrow. We take them and then we go the same night. Right. Sure. We hit a retirement party. We take like seven rectangles. We kill everyone else involved. We leave a note implying the bill hooks did it. Oh yeah. It's been a while since we did that. Yeah, I think I, I think I mean I assume there's some sort of like shift change time. Or hear he, hear me out. What if we kidnap them? And then we carry cargo or people through danger. What it is is, okay, we're going to take you back into the bank, and it's dangerous if you don't have your rectangle on, right? So <laughs> we're going to carry you through there with the rectangle on you. No, I'm not. That's, well, we're ki- no. If, if, if we're kidnapping them, we're carrying them through the part before they give us the rectangle, which is the dangerous part, mm-hmm. right? What? I think it's some combination of deception and assault. Okay, I think we're all agreed. Crow, summon a ghost to get these rectangles. Done. <laughs> Honestly, it's not a half bad plan, if only because I can be like the next ta- the next like district over when it 
when that goes inevitably goes blender on like <laughs> a half dozen poor civilians. Christine, you probably know exactly what we should do. <laughs> no, I'm just um, enjoying listening to y'all try to figure out where to get rectangles from. <laughs> Mysteries of the rectangle. I mean, I'm always going to want to try to be sneaky, but that never seems to work out for us. But maybe That's... this time it will. <laughs> Honestly, and I don't, and I know that this is not like. A intention of the of the game but like it's definitely an intersection of this game and our group our temps itself regardless of what they are always end just hilariously and in like the most explosively violent way possible every time <laughs> okay <laughs> so what type of uh, job is this what type of score is this Stealth. Do we have objections to doing stealth? What? Is... I'm going to let you answer the rest of the questions then. The one other question, Mike. What is the point of infiltration? <laughs> the retirement party. <laughs> <laughs> the person's pocket. That you... <laughs> trespass in their pocket unseen. Yes. <laughs> I... <laughs> Alright, so about that the, retirement party. Is it the giggity that did it? I there uh I don't <laughs> I don't want to get in your pants. I want to get your rectangles out of them. Jesus. So maybe there's not a retirement right. party, like but like if we tail them long enough, there's gotta be like some sort of off site mixer. That's that's what I was thinking. Like they all have like a work bar they have to go to, right? Like it's like Cheers. Yeah, where everybody knows your name to identify your body tomorrow. It would be perfectly within your rights to make us do a a an engagement role to determine exactly how bad our options are in terms of where they're so. Do they go to a cop bar actually? For some reason, devil's bargain. Um. Okay, so I just remembered that. Uh, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> so when you helped the unbroken bond by doing that job, like they paid you a little bit, but they were supposed to also give you something that would help you in your job mm -hmm. of taking this person out. Um. And since some of these people are connected, maybe they can get you a few of these triangle or rectangles. Every one they can get us is one less dead office worker. At least on this side of the force field. I don't think they would have four is the problem. There's only a couple of them that are involved in this part of, you know, the whole fancy, fancy Financy part of town. Okay, yeah. So, um, the guy that you helped—I cannot remember his freaking name. Bernard or something. Bernard. I don't bother learning the names of the people we help because we usually wind up killing them in the process. Quincy. Yeah. So you know what? Quincy gives you uh, information about uh, there being a retirement party happening soon. So it would probably be 
uh, a separate job to get these things than it would be to break into the bubble. Um, but if y'all want to do that, then yeah, there's a retirement party. Of course we have the retirement party. There's cake. It's true. Hopefully none of the rectangles are cake. You have to cut them to find out. Mm-hmm. All of the guards and none of the rectangles are cake. I am all about hitting the retirement party that I've been pitching since the beginning. So. <laughs> How mysterious that a retirement party appeared. <laughs> we can make that happen. We go in. We, we calmly and non well, coercively at least, rob a bunch of office drones take everything including the rectangles and probably the watch the guy gets the, the person's getting for retiring and like the watch is also a rectangle the watch is also a rectangle <laughs> and then as much of the cake as we can stuff in our pockets pocket cake um so yeah quincy gives you information uh he says there's um place in six towers there's a uh pretty well-known bar there called the seventh tower and uh the top of it is is glass and it actually overlooks a pretty good section of the area which is one of the things that makes it a pretty popular bar with um the blue coats and the red coats who are the military for this area it says the uh the retirement party is going to be on the top floor bring you with him as his guests if you want. But you have to promise to not make a scene or have anything that you do come back on him. <clears throat> well. Wow. His work is supporting like six families right now. We are honorable, so I don't know if it's good to like make a promise we know we're going to renege on. <laughs> I mean, nothing says me summoning a ghost doesn't bring it back to him. I mean, literally, you'd be summoning a ghost to bring something back to you. But not to them. Not to the person <laughs> who brought us But you're no with them. In fact, the ghost is connected to that person bringing us to the party. But I'm not going to be with them. Once I see who has it, I'm going to be like, go steal that thing from that guy and then bring it back to me soon. Look, it's a perfect plan, I promise. It's going to go great. That Dandy podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdandypodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That Dandy Podcast. Intro music is Undeniable by Ketza. Outro music is Dark Alleys by Kai Engel. Both are available on the Free Music Archive. Music by Ketza can also be found on ketzamusic.com, while music by Kai Engel is available on kai-engel.com. Blades in the Dark is owned by John Harper and published by Evil Hat Productions. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder. 